Hey everyone, welcome to this new episode on the Lost and Found podcast with your host, Amanda Stone. This week on the podcast, we have naturopathic doctor who explains why she decided to go to medical school and how she almost changed her mind from being a doctor at all. Then naturopathy fell into her lap. She explains to us what naturopathy is and the importance of combining traditional natural practices for overall good health and wellness. She even gives us some advice on staying healthy during this pandemic, some gut health practices and simple nutrition habits that are easy for everyone. So please welcome my cousin, Dr. Carolina Eriola. Hi, Carolina. Welcome to the Lost and Found podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I just. um, Okay, so for those of you don't know, Carolina is my cousin. Her mom and my mom are first cousins. And so then it kind of just trickles down. (laughs) Um, And um, we kind of been living our own separate life. Where, where do you live right now? Are you here in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, I'm back okay. in San Diego. I've been here for the last like five years. Oh, nice. Do you, were you, where were, where were you living before? I was, oh my God, I was living so many different places, but before moving back here, I was in San Francisco. That's where I went. I did my undergrad. Um, and then I was there for about five years and then I came back here before that I was in Las Vegas and then I was in Arizona for a little bit and I was in a few different places, but mostly born and raised here to go for college and then came back. Yay. How cool. I love that. I know. So Carolina, for those who don't know, like she has been on this education medical journey and please tell everybody what you just attained in what this past couple weeks so tell us a little bit about your education journey yeah just tell us a little bit about the education journey and what you've been going through or working towards and where you are at today yeah okay so um i've been in school for the last i mean if i start from like kindergarten you know for the last like 22 years so I just finished school I did you know the regular high school up until then went to college and then I went to naturopathic medical school which I just graduated from just about four weeks ago almost exactly a month ago today congrats and so what is your official title my official title is Dr. Carolina Ariola, MD. Ooh, congrats, doctor. I'm so proud of you, girl. I I know my mother is just like so shiny. Like she is so proud of you. I just felt that so much. And I know she wanted me to tell you that. And like she loved you so much. And especially your mom. <laughs> And I, I mean, she always knew that you like were, we were working on that even whenever she was here. So, um, the fact that I, I know that she's so proud of you right now, just as much as your mother is and the rest of your family. But I just wanted to tell you that before we continue. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. That makes me so happy. I loved your mother so much. She was like my favorite person. She reminded me so much of my mom and I I remember being so excited whenever she would show up and she'd be like, I'm going to take Otto with me and we're going to go see Amanda and Bedla. And I remember going and like surprising you guys here. I just, I had such great memories of your mom. Um, so that just makes me really happy. I know. Yes. I know. She just always loved getting the family and the cousins together and just us having fun and surprising and 
food and laughing. And so, yes, I love, I know. She's like, I'm going to take her. And your mom would be like, all right, fine. <laughs> okay. So what started this medical journey for you? Because I mean, obviously we could, we're born and we're inspired by so many different things. Was there a certain, you know, thing that happened in your life or was it just something that always like attracted you to the medical journey doctor? Like, what was it for you? Yeah. So actually it was not something that I was always attracted to when I was younger. I wanted, I definitely had my mind more on like, I want to be a professional dancer or I want to be a singer. And I was a lot more into the arts. And then it wasn't until I got into high school that I started thinking like, maybe I'll be a lawyer for for silly reasons. Like I was like, I'm good at arguing, so I'll be a good lawyer. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but then I we had to do this senior project that had to do with like shadowing a person in the profession that you wanted to be in. So I remember shadowing a lawyer. I know offense to the lawyers out there, but it was one of the most boring jobs that I could <sighs> think of. Like, you know, you think of a lawyer and what you see on TV and the people arguing in court Absolutely. and and that's that's like 1% of it and the 99% is just paperwork at a desk. Um, and I was just so like, oh, no, this is not what I want to do. Um, so I just kind of was like, I'm not sure what I want. And at the time, I was doing community service and I was volunteering at the hospital. Um, as you know, my mom's a nurse. She's been an RN for about 40 years and I was actually shadowing in her unit and I was just helping out there and that's where the inspiration came from and I actually wanted to be a nurse um and after you know shadowing there for for some time I was like oh this seems like something that I can see myself doing for the rest of my life so I told my mom and I was like I want to be like you I want to be a nurse and she was so excited because, you know, there's five of us and she's always wanted one of us to go into the medical field and like follow her footsteps. Um, but at the same time, she was like, no, you're not going to be a nurse. If you want to go into the medical field, you are going to go all the way and you're going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, why? I don't want to be a doctor. And she's like, because I've been a nurse long enough to know that you don't want to be told what to do for the rest of your life. And, and it's unfortunate, but Nurses are not treated well by a lot of doctors, and wow. I've seen it firsthand. It's it's terrible, um, but they definitely don't get the respect that they deserve. And I think my mom went through it long enough to just be like, "Yeah, if you're gonna do this, get to the point where you could be your own boss." So from there, I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm pre med now." <laughs> and um, it was literally right before college that I kind of figured that out that I was going to go pre med. So then I started college. I did the whole pre-med route of going into like biology as a major and doing all the prereqs and taking the MCAT and um and yeah so that's eventually how I found my way there and then did you want me to talk about how I found naturopathic medicine or just yeah no absolutely yeah so like you got so yeah so you got inspired by your mom and that connected you and of course being a mom she and experiencing the nursing field she's like okay you're gonna do this but you're gonna go all the way with this (laughs) and isn't that kind of funny like yeah you don't like when you think of the medical field you always think okay just nursing you don't ever see yourself going all the way as a doctor because that's like whoa like a doctor you know what I mean like so um the fact that you went all the way with is inspiring but yes please let us know why you chose the um 
naturopathic medicine and of course explain what it is. Yeah, of course. So um, just for those of you that aren't familiar, which isn't uncommon, a lot of people aren't familiar with it. So I'm just going to go ahead and give a quick explanation. So naturopathic medicine is a form of integrative primary health care. And just to make that a little bit more clearer, there might be some people that don't even know what primary health care means. Um, so when I say primary health care, I'm talking about the doctors that you go to see when you first aren't feeling well. You know, you have something you want to get checked out. Um, you feel like you need medication for something, you're going to go to your primary care doctor. Then you have secondary care, tertiary care. That's when you like get referred to a specialist, like okay. a cardiologist, or you can be then referred for surgery. And that's more when you see things like what you would see on Grey's Anatomy, like a neurosurgeon or a cardiothoracic surgeon. So those are like highly specialized forms of medicine. Um, naturopathic medicine is primary care. So we're more kind of like your family doctor. And the way that we're different from allopathic or conventional medicine is that we combine the use of, you know, pharmaceuticals, which is what is traditionally used by medical doctors, but also by with evidence-based natural therapies. So that's partially what differentiates us. But then another thing that really differentiates us from conventional doctors is the way we practice and the therapeutic order. So the therapeutic order is something that we use in order to treat a patient. So it's kind of like, um, if you think of like the food pyramid that people refer to when they're building their plate, you know, and has like the levels and how much it should have of each thing. Yes, it's yeah. very similar to that. So at the very bottom, we have our basics of what we start with and then we work our way up. Um, so we're just, it's a really like not super invasive form of medicine because we're trying to go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. So we really believe in like not necessarily needing medication for every single ailment that there possibly is. Um, just because unfortunately right now we're in a time where I think people are over-prescribed medication for mm -hmm. things that can be fixed with lifestyle changes. Um, so that's like a sh quick rundown. I, <laughs> I feel like I really simplified it. But no, I is so, it is so, I completely understand it. And that is exactly why I had you on and because I'm all about the holistic healing and and working on it within yourself and figuring out the more natural way of healing versus the big pharma way. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like something that naturopathic doctors try to address elements through is by looking at everything holistically, which means we look at the mind, the body, and the spirit. We're not just looking at your body as like a single part and trying to fix that one thing we know that everything connects like a web mm -hmm. so if something is off in one of those then we got to address that you know we can't just say yes this person's depressed and they have this physical ailment and they're not related they are most definitely related mm -hmm. um so yeah because yeah, everybody's different and we can't all we can't combine everybody together we can't everybody has a different type of you know, chemical imbalance and different mental health problems and something switch, something switch within, you know, their bodies chemically, or it can also just simply be not simply, but can just be like a life change. And so it's, is, is that where you come in and you kind of differentiate between the two and then you kind of diagnose or 
you know, and figure it out based on that. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's also a really big form of naturopathic medicine is doing individualized medicine. So if you were to go see a regular doctor and you came in with, let's say like um, heartburn, which is a really common issue with people, they kind of just give you a pill and send you on your way and they don't really delve any deeper than that. You know, like this is the pill to take away the symptoms and that's all we can do for you for now. Yes, you can avoid these foods that may trigger it versus when you go in to see a naturopathic doctor we're going to ask you about things that you think are completely unrelated. Um, So we're going to ask you about your daily life, what you're eating, what you're drinking, what time you're going to sleep, what's causing stress in your life. What are your spiritual practices? How do you relieve your stress? Um, And, and so many times people will come in and be like, I'm coming in for heartburn. Like, why are you asking me how many hours of sleep I'm getting? And we're like, it's all connected. It really is. Um, And a lot of people don't believe it until they actually make those changes and then they're like oh I I am feeling better and I didn't think that had anything to do with this um but yeah just like you had mentioned something that works for one person may not work for another so it is our job as an MD to figure out what's going to work for each individual person I just I love that so much it makes me so happy knowing that you know, there's doctors like you who care and want to help them. And it isn't just like, oh, heartburn, here's some, uh, I don't even know, like, <laughs> here, what is that pink, what is that pink stuff called? The, the, yes, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> here's some like over-the-counter drug or whatever. And like, you were like, and yeah, you go in deeper and say like, how's your sleep been? What have you been eating? What have you been drinking? You know, I definitely going to send my boyfriend your way because he's been getting heartburn and I'm trying to tell him to stop eating McDonald's and I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> no, but I love it. And because, you know, it is it is so common for people to go to their primary care doctors and they're just they go, they tell them what's wrong and they just send them off with medication. But knowing that there's doctors out there that generally do care and that specialize in wanting to dive in and figuring figuring out your special needs to figure it out and so you don't have to just go home and keep coming back like we're figuring out now let's figure out your eating habits your mental state and let's get to the root of the problem so that's amazing I love that you decided to go this route versus you know what everybody else is doing I guess (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy I did too. And um, to go back to the question that you had asked me earlier on, as far as like how I found this, when I was finishing undergrad, and I was applying to conventional medical schools, um, I was going through and looking at all their mission statements and looking at their the types of questions that they ask on their application. And something just didn't feel right you know, that Mm -hmm. my intuition was kicking in and it Mm -hmm. was like, no, there's, there's something off here. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I feel like now I've come a lot farther spiritually than I ever have been in the past. So I don't think I realized what was happening then. I just knew something wasn't sitting right. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I was, you know, I had spent all this time studying to do this and I had finally gotten to that point and now I just wasn't going to do it. I, it just felt like, wait, what? And as fate would have it, I reconnected with a friend that I went to college with that day. And, um, 
because it was it was about a year after college and just you know wanted to see what she was up to because she was also Mm pre-med and she had mentioned that she was in like her second year of naturopathic medical school and I was like what the hell is that like I've never heard of that like what like and she was like yeah it's this thing so we we had like a call and we talked about it and she told me all about it and I was like oh my god it clicked and this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing I kid you not Amanda like I've never had things align so quickly for me um where it was literally like okay what is this I figured it out I googled it oh there's a school here in San Diego and it's the only one in California stop oh like I'm getting chills I'm getting chills yeah no it was it was incredible um I had called the school to set up like you know I wanted to take a tour get to know the school more um I did all that and then I decided I was going to apply and I thought it was going to be for the following year because it was already kind of late in the in the year to apply for that fall um but I was like I could just do it now get it out of the way and then if I get accepted you know I can defer um and then get it next year because I was working at the time so I did and I applied totally thinking like, you know, I'm not going to hear back for a while. I did my interview. Um, and then they called and told me that I was accepted and also that they had an opening for this fall, which was starting in like three weeks. Oh my so God. Just- <laughs> Everything just happened perfectly. Well, the moral of the story, everyone, is that listen to your intuition listen to it because I'm sure that whenever you listen to your intuition and you were going down a certain path or a certain journey through the medical field um and it wasn't feeling right it wasn't it wasn't aligning with your soul it was it didn't feel right and you could have gotten discouraged right and you could have been like nope this isn't for me and I quit and be done with it and that and that was something that was going through your head right Yeah, when I was actually really afraid that I was going to have to go through with it just because I had gotten that far. And I was like, I'm just going to apply and get into this school or whatever. But I have no doubt in my mind that not even a year in, I would have been like, I can't do this because the passion wasn't there. I was like, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in this form of medicine. Um, And I'm just so happy that I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But like you trusted in it and like, what what, did you feel like you prayed or you just like, or do you feel like you were, you were trusting that an, another answer was going to come? You know, I think I just, I think I just trusted it because everything happened so quickly. I, it was all like in that same day where I was looking at those applications and being like, I want to do this to me talking to that girl and finding out what naturopathic meant. That was literally a matter of hours. And then, oh, wow. and then so I, I didn't even have time to be like, what am I doing? It, it just like fell into place at the speed of light. It was so, it happened so fast, but you know, like they say, like when things happen like that, it's meant to be Absolutely. like when things are easy and they just, you don't have to work to make it happen. It's like, it's meant to happen for you. Well, that is such a beautiful testament of the intuition because that's what I tell everybody on this podcast is just to listen and to trust and that when you have a path that's meant for you, it's going to happen whether it's two hours, two days, two months, you just have to trust. And and so thank you for being a testament to that and just 
knowing that like you were going through this whole doctor journey and you were feeling like you were, you know, for an instant, like maybe quit. This isn't for me. And then within hours, your answer was given to you. So thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, so to transition a little bit into our current situation in the world right now, with so, I mean, since this is like a health forward or health driven episode, I feel like it's, you know, it's necessary for me to bring up our current pandemic and our current, you know, health crisis. Is there any like advice or anything that you can? give to my listeners that will help them not be so scared or fearful of what's being pushed down our throats all the time. And so, yeah, what, what do you want to, what do you want to say? What do you want to talk about <laughs> in reference to that? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're definitely in special times right now with the pandemic. And that is something that I have faced a lot as a doctor, just the patients coming in that they have a lot of fear Um, In addition to, you know, friends and family members, and not that that fear is unfounded, you know, this is a very unknown virus that there's just not a lot to go off of. There's a lot of unknown, and that inevitably is going to cause fear in people. Um, I think if there was one thing that I could recommend to people, and let me just preface this by saying that this is not medical advice. I am not yet licensed. I am studying for my boards, so... I will be licensed in a month, um, so I cannot legally give medical advice, but this is just some general recommendations that I would tell anyone and everyone, and this would be to take action to build up your own immune system and to, you know, make your health stronger and a priority in your life before necessarily, I guess not before, instead of only relying on outside forces. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to say that as politically correctly as I can. Absolutely. I mean, I get it. No, everybody want everybody kind of walks on eggshells in certain terminology and I get it because it is a very political driven and people get very sensitive and I understand that. But I like that you but I think we're all understanding that, you know, we want to try the more holistic and healthy and more, um, you know, plant based you know, exercise and, you know, there's, you can't go wrong with that. You really can't. Yeah, exactly. And there are so many ways that you can boost your own immune system without necessarily getting a vaccine or in addition to getting the vaccine, if that's something that you want to do, which is perfectly fine. Um, But I, I have to say it's one of the most frustrating things when I see people kind of take that as like this solid armor and mm. they don't make any other changes in their life mm. to improve their health. And great point. Um, yeah. So I would say if, if this is something that's really scaring you or something that you are really concerned about, or just in general, you want to improve your health. There are so many things you could be doing. One of the first things that I, I recommend, I have my little foundations of health at, us as naturopathic doctors that we rely on. And this is something that we address with any patient, regardless of what they're coming in for. 
we look at our foundations of health. And that has to do with diet, sleep, exercise, and water intake. Um, and these are, they seem so simple. They seem like these are just basic lifestyle things, but these are literally the foundations of your health. If you think of your health as like a house or a building, it will crumble with a bad foundation. So regardless of what you're putting on top of that, whether it be medication or vaccines or anything else, if you don't have a good foundation, then that's only going to take you so far, you know? Um, So one of the things that I would recommend as far as diet is really focusing on a whole foods diet. And this doesn't mean that you can't have your fun eating out, you know, whether it be McDonald's, pizza, whatever, Mm -hmm. every once in a while. Yeah, because that food helps our mental health, but... But yeah, so like, but really trying to incorporate more fresh foods into your diet. And that may just seem so simple and just kind of like, that's not going to do anything for me, but plants are powerful. Like if there's anything that I have learned throughout naturopath medical school is that plants are so powerful. And a lot of medications that are out right now come from plants and they're just like changed minorly so they can be patented and patented and then made money off of that's a different tangent we won't go off of that but (laughs) anyways they're powerful and they have very medicinal properties and um you can eat those properties you know so Mm -hmm. what i like to say as a general guideline is the more colorful your plate the better you want to eat the rainbow whenever you can so whether that be greens berries just all those brightly colored fruits Mm -hmm. and vegetables think of those as like they're just like the powerhouse for your body like that is just going to boost your immune system more than i can actually say in words um so making sure that you have a lot of that every single day is one of the best ways that you can easily boost your immune system getting out in sunlight to get vitamin d so many people like majority of people are vitamin d deficient and vitamin d is so important when it comes to your immune system if you don't have there's actually a lot of studies out there that are showing the correlation of COVID rates and hospitalizations and how it's like directly correlated with these low vitamin D levels. So I guess what I'm saying is those people that had really severe infections also happen to have very low vitamin D. So an easy way to kind of navigate through that is to boost your vitamin D levels. You can do that through supplementation and through diet, but the easiest way is to get some sunlight, get outside, walk that will get your exercise in that gets your blood flowing all of that works collab collaboratively together to improve your health um and then also water intake (laughs) this is another thing that i think it sounds really simple um you would be surprised at how little water people drink um they drink a lot of juices and sodas and coffee coffee is a big one and they think well it has water so it's fine but it's not because it has either a lot of sugar, a lot of salt, whatever it may be. So it's not going to be giving your body the hydration that it needs. If anything, it's actually dehydrating you even further. Um, and if your body is not properly hydrated, all of its functions will go down. It needs water. It needs it. Um, and and then sleep. Sleep is another big one that people kind of like to let go under the radar. And they're just like, you know, I don't mind that I you know, go to bed at one in the morning and I wake up at six, it's fine. I get through, I feel fine. 
your body minds, it minds very much. And it's compensating and it's getting you through, but it's not working optimally. And if you are afraid of getting an infection from anything, you need to make sure that your body is working optimally. And one of the best ways to do that is to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, proper sleep. And that's practicing sleep hygiene, which is a whole other topic we could talk about. Um, but and then probably lastly, I don't know if this will come off as cheesy, um, but doing things that make you happy because that will raise your vibration and raise your frequency and just on its own protect you from a lot of things. And that may not sit right with a lot of people when I say that, but I truly believe that doing things that make you happy will keep you healthy. So beautiful. I love each and every one of them. And what I felt like was the moral of that story is even through all this times of uncertainty and unknown and fear that like it really is those simple things that we take for granted that's really going to do you the the going to do the best for you and going to keep you healthy which is happiness sun water and sleep you know and vegetables and you know what i mean and we we all take that for granted and we want to we want to take an easy route with you know with things that the media says or our doctors say, but sometimes it just takes those little simple practices to put us exactly where we're supposed to be and, you know, within our health. So I feel like that also kind of connected with what I was going to ask you next, which is within the, um, within the just nutrition and health and women's health. Is is that what you're specializing in is women's health within the medical field yeah both um gut health and women's health and then just like clinical nutrition all of that are my top three things that i would like to focus on um as well as promoting health at every size which is just a, a form of approaching primary care and just providing access to health to everybody despite their size um so yeah those are the those are the definitely my main focuses that are going to be in my practice how exciting. So it's speaking of your practice, what is your ultimate practice goal or career goal? Like where where are you taking this next after you ha- your life you have to you're getting licensed next, right? And and then from there, do you want to have like your own um like office or what? Explain. Yeah. Yeah, so um Right now, I'm studying for my board exams. Um, they're actually one week from today. So it's, I'll be taking my board exams on August 4th, 5th, and 6th. And once I pass those, then I will, can apply for licensure. And you have to pass that in order to apply. And then once I'm licensed, then I can legally start practicing on my own. And my goal for now is I'm actually going to do private practice. So I'm going directly into private practice. I'm going to have my own business. Um, it will be called Areola Naturopathic, and I'm going to be providing telehealth services to anyone in California as a primary care doctor, if they would like me to be that. And then I can also be providing health coaching services to anyone in the world or in the U.S. or whoever wants to speak to me. And it would be just like this over Zoom, just because with the pandemic, it's been made a lot easier and a lot more normalized to have these telehealth conversations. So that's what I'm going to be doing right now. Ultimately, my goal would be to have an in-person practice. 
um, in addition to providing telehealth services, but I would love to have an in-person practice where maybe I could bring in additional doctors to work with me and I can have a whole setup so I can see more than just, you know, I'm only one person, so I can only see so many people at one time, but I would love to have a team of doctors that are working under the same philosophy that I have, especially providing that help at every size approach. Um, so that would be my ultimate goal. And then if we're thinking far, far into the future, when I have lots and lots and lots of money, um, I would also like to open uh, either a low income or free clinic, just because I feel like that is something that so many people need access to naturopathic medicine. And it's unfortunately just not very accessible right now because in the state of California, we can accept insurance. So everything is kind of paid out of pocket and the prices can be higher than your typical doctor's visit. And that limits who you're able to see. And that's um, pretty heartbreaking to me just because I feel like there's so many people that can benefit from our medicine and it's limited from that just because of, you know, politics. But um, if you were to go to other states like Arizona, Washington, Oregon, they have full scope and they offer insurance. So they're able to see people that are on Medi-Cal or Medicare or, you know, well, those are California specific, but you know what I mean? Like people that are low income or don't have the ability to pay. Um, so that's ultimately something that I want to do is to be able to provide that to people that don't have the ability to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to see a doctor. Well, that is so beautiful and so inspiring. And that was already one of the questions that I was going to ask you because I always end my um, guests um, with some little fun questions. And one of them was, if money and time were not an issue, what would you do today to change the world? And I feel like that was yours is start in with even within this community here in San Diego with low income um, individuals and within the low income communities, giving them this more holistic and, you know, a, a type of medical treatments that they wouldn't be able to get today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I had the privilege of working at a couple low income clinics while I was still in school, um, one free clinic and one low income clinic. And it was just amazing what, when we could help someone that was so desperate for help and literally was just being denied care just because they don't have the money. Um, I mean, I can't even describe the gratitude that I feel just being able to help them because they are so thankful. And not to say that other patients aren't, you know, but there's definitely a different expectation, you know, when you're handing someone a lot of money versus when you're getting free help. And, Absolutely. Um, and it's and it's great. That's one of the things I love about naturopathic medicine is you don't necessarily need a lot of money to be able to help someone mm -hmm. because we're, we're going back to basics. You know, we're going back to diet and health and sleep. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not talking about these super expensive medications. And of course, sometimes those medications are going to come into play and they do need them. And that's that's, you know, a different story. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like we could do so much good. Like, absolutely. No, exactly. Because a lot of these, a lot of the issues do go back to basics. And if, but if they only knew that, a lot of people have no idea. They just think that they need these big medications with this big name and this high price range is what's going to solve their problems when 
they can just come to someone like you at your practice to just let them know, like, I'm not really sleeping well because of ABC. Oh, well, this is all you need. You just need some whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> A, B, C, and D. And it really could be so simple. And yes, if it's more than that, then, you know, then you take it there. But there are so many people that it is so simple and, but they just have no idea and they don't have the resources. So that makes me so happy that like you are working towards a, a world where you can give that, that sort of information and it, it is going to, and it's low cost too. Like what, what, it, like how, what are you losing for giving this basic, you know, advice? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nothing. They, I just, you're just, they're gaining so much. And, um, yeah, honestly, like you had mentioned, if, if money wasn't an issue for me, like if I didn't have to bring in an income, that would be what I would be doing right off the bat. Um, but I'm hoping one day that I will be able to do that. And you will, there's, you know, there's, there's no hope you're going to do it the right way, the way you have to and get your practice and whatnot. And then you're going to be established and God's going to bring you the finances, the time, the people to help you create that vision to help the world because that's what we're here to do you know so all right yay well you already answered one of my fun questions but we'll, let's we'll wrap this up i don't want to take up too much of your time i am just so appreciative of you bringing in your health uh, um advice and your health you know journey and to inspire people who maybe want to do this as well or just it inspires them to start their own journey and whatever it is that they want to be doing so I just appreciate you so much for being on my podcast. I love you so much. But before I let you go, we'll answer two fun little questions um, before I let you go. So what is your favorite like nutritional habit? Or like what's your favorite habit that's just like something easy that everybody can just pick up and you just feel so good after? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Um. Okay, this is probably the easiest, and it and I feel like it turned into a little bit of a fad, but it really does have a lot of benefits. Um, every single morning before I put anything else in my body, I drink 32 ounces of filtered water with lemon. And Ooh. I know that for a while, that was a fad. That was like, oh, drink your lemon water, you're going to lose weight or whatever. But I, I'm not talking about for weight loss. Um, you just went through eight hours or more of not drinking a single thing, and you're the cells in your body are thirsty. They need that water. Um, so when you go and refill that, you're going to feel that like awakening that happened in, in your body. A lot of the times people just go straight for the coffee, um, which is, I mean, fine. I love my coffee. I can't live without my coffee. But um, you, then you get this cortisol jump and then you kind of come down pretty fast and then her coffee can further dehydrate you. So drinking that water is going to do you so much good and it's going to start off your day so much better. Not only is it good for your gut because, you know, you're kind of lining that gut <laughs> with water rather than coffee right away, but um, it's just going to make you feel good. And then adding the lemon to it kind of alkalinizes everything. So it brings the acidity level down. I know it seems counterintuitive because lemon is acidic, but um yeah, I would say that was probably my most favorite, easiest health habit that I have. And it's not super hard to implement. It's if you just start, you know, putting a glass of water by your bed every day and then drinking it first thing in the morning, whatever you need to do, I think a lot of people will see a difference if they start that. 
I love that you said to put it next to your bed because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I need to do that. I keep seeing it. And I feel like that now that, that was my next sign to continue to do that. And that's such a good thing. Like just have it, have do that for your future self, have that cup, put the water in. So when you get up in the morning, you see it and you drink it and then have your, isn't it? And then have your coffee <laughs> breakfast and then coffee. Like <laughs> Like it seems like it is, but once it's there, like once the cup is there and you see it, you're just like, okay, yeah, I'll just drink it right away, and then it just becomes a habit. I don't, Aww. I don't know. I do it for or they say 21 days, and then it's a habit. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Last question: What's your go-to healthy meal? Oh, I'm sorry, you cut out. You oh, it's okay. Yeah. It. What's your go-to healthy meal? Okay, my go-to healthy meal. Um. So, oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, probably beef and broccoli with brown rice. That's probably my my go to healthy meal, just because I I love beef and broccoli. Um, and I have a recipe that I use that has made it healthier. It's like a healthier version. I'm actually going to be posting it on my Instagram soon with the recipe. So if anyone wants to see that, you can. Um, but yeah, just because I I really like to emphasize using like you know, organic meats. And that's another whole nother conversation we can have. But and then obviously broccoli would be your cruciferous vegetable and then brown rice just because it's that whole grain. So you make sure you're getting more fiber and fiber is one of the biggest things that I feel like everyone can use more of. Um, so get it in wherever you can. And yeah, so that's probably my, my favorite healthy Yum. Well, I can't wait to see your post on your Instagram. Everybody, you have to go follow her. She always has. I'm sure you've seen my her posts on my story because I always repost them. So she always has the best motivational quotes. She has great topics and health tips and, you know, a little bit of everything, all health related and just gives you that extra motivation. So please tell everybody where they can find you. What's your Instagram at? Um, at Ariola Naturopathic. So it's Ariola, I think, underscore naturopathic. Okay, perfect. And no worries. I'll put, I'll put, I'll put the at in the caption. I mean, in the episode details. Okay, great. And then do you mind if I say one more thing? Absolutely. Go take it away. Okay, great. So I just wanted to make this note just because I, I know that this is like a common issue with a lot of people that I talk to about natural medicine. Um, so many so many people feel like they have to choose that it's one or the other that they either have to be completely natural or they have to be completely conventional and they can't do both and I just want to tell everyone out there listening that that can't be further from the truth you can do both and you can take what works from you from each one and just do what works for you um, but there's such like a misconception out there that people that practice natural medicine like naturopathic doctors are against conventional medicine and we're against medications and we're against vaccines. Um, and that's not true either. We just feel like there's a time and place for every kind of medicine and it's our job to figure out when you need what. But I just want people to know that if they are feeling that pull towards natural medicine or towards conventional medicine and feel like they need to stick with one and see it on the other, um, it's just not true. You can, you can do both. And you can, like I said before, take what works for you and that's it. You don't really need to make it an either or kind of thing. Um, cause I know that that can be really complicated for people. Cause they're like, well, we do need medication. We do need antibiotics. We do need this. And, and some people really do. And I think that that's important to point out that 
not everything can be solved naturally, but a lot of things can. So yeah, that's it. I just wanted to put that out there. Yes. Well, thank you for ending it with that. That was such a like great way to end the episode that it's like you create your life and you also create your health and what works for you is that's works for you and it might not work for somebody else, but whatever makes you happy and healthy, that's where you, that's, that's the path you got to take it. Well, Carolina, I can't wait to have you on again after you get licensed and you have your practice and you get a little bit more into this lifestyle, but thank you so much for being on the podcast and you're welcome anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I love you. Love you. Bye. Don't forget to voice message me after this episode to let me know what you liked or what you want to hear next, or even just show some love. I would also appreciate a review. And of course, hit that subscribe button. You can also find me on Instagram at mystonesoul. I'd love to hear from you.